Good job, everyone. Good job. I ask you, how do you handle praise? How do you handle when someone comes up to you and says, uh, right, we thank you, or good job, or they say, wow, that was great. And there's that moment, right? How do you respond? And I think you know, some of us would just choose to shoot it down and go, stop, you know, stop. No big deal. We got lucky today. Okay. Um, that's me sometimes. And then some of us, our response is more, yeah, it went great. You know, I'm really happy with how things turned out. And both are good, okay? There is no bad response here. Because there has to be some balance between self-esteem and humility. But I think one thing that we should do, regardless, is accept it. When someone affirms us, gives us appreciation, we say thank you. Because that's part of charity, is accepting the thanks of others, which is a gift. But more importantly, and John would say this, uh, straight up, is that we're called to be bridges. We're empowered to be bridges to Christ. We are his face. People see us. We're his voice. They hear us. So maybe the best response when somebody says, thank you, is thank you. Thank you. Not only are you thanking them for thanking you, but in your heart, and when possible, out loud, you're saying, Thank you, Lord. Thanks be to God that this great thing happened through me. I don't know about you, but every time that something great happens through me, or there's a fruitful conversation, or I in some way help lift someone's spirit, you find the right words to say, I'm like, thank you, Lord, for doing it yet again, for doing your thing. Because thankfulness enters through us. Right? It doesn't stop with us. And we know that we don't store up praise for ourselves. We offer it up. Otherwise, other people might find themselves in the danger of placing all their trust and faith in us. And if they do, they are headed for disappointment. Right? So to show us this balance of self-esteem and humility... To, be, to say thank you, but also being thankful. You know, who do we look to? And John the Baptist is a great, great model. This is a guy that was doing incredible things literally right before Jesus came on to the scene. And if he would have said anything different, they might have worshipped him. And all the Jews in Jerusalem naturally saw how great he was, saw the ministry he was doing, and the conversions people were having through him. But note how he handled their praise. They're saying, tell us about yourself. Like, make a name for yourself, please, so we can know who to give the credit to. But he dodges all the requests. He doesn't even answer the question with his name. He just says, I'm a voice. I'm just a voice, you know, announcing the one who's greater than me. He acknowledged, yes, I'm here to open your ears so you can listen, and I'm here 
to help open your eyes to the light that Jesus is bringing. But I'm not the answer. What you're looking for isn't me. It's one who's coming through me. And he says, this is great, he says, I'm only baptizing you with water. Because you see water. You see water, but you don't see the Holy Spirit that is going to come through it or after it. Because God chose water to be the image, the instrument of salvation. But John the Baptist was no more worthy by himself to be the forerunner of Christ than water is by itself worthy to be the vessel of the Holy Spirit. That's why when we see baptisms, we see water, and we hear the words, but we don't see the Holy Spirit. So like John the Baptist, none of us are worthy to touch his feet, to untie the sandals from his feet. We're not even worthy to serve him. And that's the point. He chose us because he's worthy and he's able to use us. And in a world that's so noisy, no point intended, in a world that's so noisy, without Jesus, we're just another voice adding to the noise. But through the waters a baptism, people see us and they encounter Jesus in our face, in what we say, in our personality, and in our brokenness. That's what they see. That's what they encounter through seeing us. So we don't have to make a name for ourselves to be heard. We don't need to have it all together to make a difference in others' lives because we bear his name, even when we don't realize it. That kind of takes the pressure off of us, right? It takes the pressure off because we're not the Savior and we're not the answer. And we don't have to be greater than who we are. We just have to be just who we are. Genuine, unvarnished, humbly, but also bravely at the same time. It's simple. Just share the love you've been given. Share what you've received. Use your gifts. Wear your personality on your sleeve. And just ask for the Lord's help as you put yourself out there every day. And when we do a good job, when we do the right thing, and we somehow find the right words, and someone says, thank you, you know, we say thank you. But while we're doing that, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for doing your thing one more time. 